Last Sunday at Parramatta Park in Sydney, we saw the New South Wales Vintage Speaker Association get together for their annual restoration of the year. And Bill Huller joins us now. It's been a fabulous roll-up of cars uh, from the old days of the 50s and the 60s. And um, a club member, Barry Davies, took out the best award for the uh, the best restored car for, for 1998 with the Barry X Barry Powers Holden that was built in Sydney some years ago. Uh, beautifully decked out in an orange uh, livery and uh, number 59 it was. There are two, two particular cars that stood out in everyone's eyes when they arrived today was, uh, uh, was a very, very famous car, the number two, the Big Burkos, that was known uh, throughout the, the 60s era. Tremendous amount of history that goes back to the days when Frank Staten Brewer actually brought it across from the United States with a, with a V860 on board. And um, it, it raced in the United States, was built over there, Curtis Craft uh, race car, um, purpose-built to race uh, midgets in the United States, and uh, it, it was one of the cars that was in contention for restoration of the year. It's now owned by Bruce and uh, Gary Arterson, and uh, the other car that was there was the next um, Barry Butterworth, New Zealand champion from the 60s, uh, the Capital Motors uh, uh, Chevy 2, number 27, that a lot of people from that era would remember so vividly that he raced to so many victories. But both cars, I guess they stood out uh, in the face of all our other cars that were there. Bill, you were also able to catch in a bit of racing at Gantra. Stephen Graham took out the second round of the Super Series. Young Adam Clark, the feature race, shot the pieces only to... Uh, and throttle linkage let go. The race actually was declared seven from the finish, going to a pretty nasty sort of an accident as I saw Mark Brown catapulted into the catch fencing and, and he was hanging upside down on the catch fencing, which scared the living Harry out of everyone. He rode a wheel over one of the, the reruns, re and um, they eventually got him out of the car after turning uh, the lights went out on that corner of the track and there was live wires attached to the car there they eventually got the car down off the catch fencing. It's a bit scary but uh, everyone was okay thanks to the terrific safety measures that are at the speedways around the country. Got a one more second, a bit of a scoop, uh, the Vintage Speedcar Association, let's hope it goes ahead but the new uh, showground at Homebush looks like the Vintage Speedcars are going to get a demonstration run there on the 8th of May next year something that the, the club is certainly looking forward to. Yeah. And Paul marks the Terry Pool. Jack Whitten, pleasure to have you back on the show, and a fantastic junior challenge has just been concluded. We had one worthy winner uh, who came all the way from Western Australia. Dave Tucker is only about uh, 22 years old. He's uh, done uh, a couple of seasons in the Australian Championship in his own 1300cc class, uh, but of course he came over and, uh, with big expectations to do well in the Canberra Forest. He has been here before. He's competed in the, uh, the Rally of Canberra a number of times, uh, but uh, he didn't have the most powerful car in the event. Uh, but, uh, however, he was able to overcome all those things. Um, other people were charging um, up against his times as well. As we said, Mark Banyard was doing particularly well. Uh, but mechanical problems were the thing that, uh, that helped uh, Abe Tucker because he was the only one who didn't have any mechanical problems at all. In fact, the, the prize fund was $16,450, which is by far the largest award for any uh, motor rallying event in Australia, uh, including the Australian Rally Championship. 
and uh, part of the, the prize money package is re-entry to API Rally Australia and includes an assistance package uh, to enable the competitors to get there because uh, travelling across to Western Australia can be very expensive. Thanks very much Colin Trinder, you had a fantastic run last night in the National Capital Rally to uh, get yourself up to the front once again. That's right, uh, John Mitchell driving uh, uh, managed to uh, win the event by uh, a bit over a minute from uh, another local, uh, from a local driver, uh, Carl Willett and Tim Batten co-driving, and then Sydney's Miles Sandy and Michelle Murphy were in third place. And uh, that was also the final round of the New South Wales uh, State Rally Championship, which uh, Miles Sandy managed to clinch uh, when he's third placing in yesterday's event. Sunday saw the New South Wales Wild Munch titles, and we join now our commentary team of Les Binkhorst, and Bernie Learson. Dennis Moreau. Four ninety five for Dennis Moreau in the Alpha. Four seventy five for Tommy Jackson in the near side lane, the ACT Head Services lane. I don't think there'll be a little uh, there might be a little jewel here going on, Bernie. No, no, it's just been all over Tommy. Oh, both cars in. Down comes the light. For um, Dennis Moreau, he'll go first. Yeah. Oh, there's been a malfunction. Dennis has gone in. He's uh, triggered the red light. Tommy Jackson's out with a 9.60 reaction time. Nothing recorded for Dennis Moreau. Tommy Jackson's through. It's 4.77 at 146 miles now. And no time recorded for Dennis Moreau. This appears to be a problem on the start line there. Gillespie in an unbelievable looking little hot ride. So far, he's trying to get the track record. I had a yarn with Brett before. He's totally wrapped with the way the car's going. The crew are ecstatic about what's going, and he's going to have a go at it. We've got Benny Gap coming in as soon as Joe gets out of the way. You can't talk over that for crying out loud. Sit down, Brett. Well, now we've got Benny. Benny won't do a bit burnout. He'll just keep it short and simple and business and the like. That's it. A character, uh, that's a, a Benny... Characteristic type of burnout. Well, Brady Gillespie will come back. He comes back as quick as he goes forward, so this will be good. Brady Gillespie, he wants to clock him with a 4-4-9. Benny Gap with a 5-1-0. The boy from Kenley Heights. Brady Gillespie from Pinthurst. Brady Gillespie, of course, in the panic side. Benny Gap on the crowd side. And Uncle Joe just making sure everything's A-OK down there. This is going to be huge. There's a bit of a chase on for Brady Gillespie. Will he be able to handle the pressure? Will he keep the green? on the tree, then he goes down, then he's blown it out the window, Rack and Lesbian chased him down, he's going full noise down there, he's not going to have a laundry out, which is pretty scary, Rack and Lesbian with a 448 on a 449 dialing, still trying to win a massive 155 mile an hour, Benny Gat, red lit, little big time, and he's way down in his dialing too, so uh, Rack and Lesbian, well, the winner here tonight, as far as uh, the Wild Bunch finale goes, and what a way to out there, uh, Les, with a uh, 487, 155 mile an hour. Oh, fantastic run there, Bernie. Benny, unfortunately, that 323 red light still measures a 666 at, uh, at slowing 70.15. Must have, something must have gone wrong with the Gonzo car, but Brad Gillespie, didn't he stand on a 519 reaction time, dialed in at 449 and ran a 4487 at 155. He's our winner here tonight. Brad Gillespie, already the AAH. HR national record holder, 
97 at 197 miles an hour. That's great. Congratulations. You're about the fifth fastest man here at Canberra International Dragway, quicker than Joe Shorpy and also Victor Bray in top door slammers here in your wildlife car. I don't know if you're aware of that fact. I think actually Victor's running a 426, so he's actually the king here at the moment. So, But, um, yeah, no, we're really happy with the way the car's gone. And we're happy to do it for Redline Oil, which is our sponsor now. So, last meeting, bit of disappointment. You were the, uh, you were once again the top qualifier, but uh, rain put a halt on the proceedings here after uh, probably not the sort of rain you wanted in the first round. No, well, it was looking like it was going to be a good meeting, but then, you now, like you said, uh, the rain came and that was about it. So we made amends this time. So now we're really happy. And what about your program, National Enough? We'd love to see you back here for New Year's. Yeah, we hope to come down for the 1st of January and uh, hope to run a little bit faster. So, What about with Sydney not having many runs and that's your home base, uh, where else have you been able to get runs at? This isn't for us, this is basically our home track now for the World Bunch, so uh, we like to, to um, um, support the local track here. Right. And how much quicker can you get it? Oh, I think it's on pretty well, it's limit, it's just a bit of fine tuning and maybe uh, like go a bit quicker, but I think that's about it. But is it horsepower or is it handling that you can make the difference now? Well, the air here usually gets around 4,000 to 5,000 feet, so that's the hard part to try and tune. Um, and like fuel's horsepower, when the air's that high, you've got to take fuel out of the engine to get it to run probably. So hopefully one day we'll get a really good day down here when it's about 1,000 feet, and um, who knows what'll happen. All right, well, congratulations. Uh, I guess the new New South Wales Wild Bunch title holder. Thank you very much. Benny Gatt, well, it was all there to defend the New South Wales Wild Bunch title, but what happened? Oh, I just slipped a bit too early trying to cut a good light, and that's what happens in drag racing. You red light if you try and put that good light. I've been cutting reasonable lights, but I thought against Brett, he's fast. I thought if I got a good light and got out ahead of him, I might be able to keep in front of him until I finished, but it didn't happen that way. Eight, eight thousandths of a second was all that was the difference between you and him in the end because he uh, once again broke out. And what do you think of a feeler in Wildman's breaking out with four threes? Yeah, he's, that's a problem. Brett's is the sort of car that's quick, it'll react different in the cool weather, so that, that's probably a normal thing for him to do that. Yeah. And what about Gonzo 2 now? It seems to be your main stable is Gonzo 3, and uh, well, it gets put by the wayside, and it seems like the other thing you're doing is spending time with a lot of baby Gonzos. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, this car, I mean, this is still, it's five finals in a row we've been with it down here, so. I mean, I can't really complain about the car. The car does everything right. I was the one that did everything wrong that time, so I can't complain about the car. But is Joe and Benny Gatt sort of focusing maybe a little bit less on the, the top line, top door slammers and wild bunch, and now just enjoying watching the kids go up there? Yeah, well, Joe's going to have another one next year, so there'll be three little gonzos next year running around. So, now nah, we'll keep running them here, the little junior drags, just plus... The old car here and the new car, I mean, we can only really run it a couple of times a year, so we're pretty happy with it. Well, disappointment today, but it was a fantastic final, even with the red light, it still made for a great race down the track. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Even though I red lit, I'm still pretty happy because the car's been going super duper consistent, so I'm pretty happy with that. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple S FM Canberra via Comrade Sand with the support of the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.